0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Growing with Kendall. My name is Kendall Motes, and I'm so excited you chose to listen to this podcast. We are on week four of our 50 state SAEs, and this week is Arkansas. I am super, super excited for this project because, or not this project, this podcast, because this is something that has really been curious in my mind just within like the past couple years, and it is beekeeping. Now, we have our very own beekeeper here, Isabel, and I am super, duper excited to be talking to her today, and letting you guys know about what she does for her SAE project. And she's been doing this since 2018. Super cool. She has a lot of experience in this. This all sparked with a family interest. And she knows a lot, guys. I'm so excited for her to share with you guys what all she knows and what all she does. So she lives in Arkansas. As I said, she goes to Harbor High School. And she's going to be telling us all about her SAE. So, Isabel, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Now, could you tell us what your SE entails? What does a day in your SE look like?
1: Um, Okay, so every day is really different, um, especially throughout the year. In the springtime, we try – or well, the bees are pretty busy, and we don't honestly need to get in a ton, but we do get in our hives to check and make sure the queen is healthy and all the bees are doing their job and that she is laying uh, all the – The larva that she needs to keep the hive healthy and strong and also to make sure that all of the worker bees are getting all the pollen and honey uh, storage really nice and strong in the summertime and sometimes in the spring we do our harvest typically and it gets us quite a bit honey sometimes even over 50 pounds of honey um in the summer to fall we try to avoid um Pests typically hive beetles or wax moths, um, which are really bad for our hives, uh, especially if they're weaker hives. Um, so we try and get rid of them as much as possible. And in the winter, we try not to get in them a ton because it is cold and they need their warmth to be in the hive. And if we get inside, then the cold, you know, kind of hurts them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get them bee patties sometimes which is just a nutritional bar and basically for them they have more to eat than just their honey
0: yeah awesome so getting in what all does that entail what all do you do when you have to get ready to quote unquote get in
1: so our bees are pretty docile so we try not to use our smoker too much because you know it does affect the bees because because of smoke um but we have our bee suits, um, hopefully I'll be getting a new one soon, which will protect me a little bit better. Um, so getting, hot, getting in, um, we use all our tools. We take out like a few frames that um, either are less full of honey or just less full of bees. And we set them outside of the hive. Um, we don't take the ones with the, the brood in them, which are the, the baby bees. Because that's typically where the queen is, and if we lose her, that's kind of a bad thing.
0: So, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so we'll, we kind of move all the right, the frames around just to check and make sure everything's good, make sure there's no pests, make sure their their honey storage is, is really good. And if we get to, which isn't often, um, we if we see the queen, and if she doesn't have a mark on her, then we mark her, which is like a little paint pen, just so it's easier to... Um, find her in the future and Just so we know that she's still there in the hive. Yeah, but she is pretty good at hiding. That's the problem. So (laughs) Kind of hard to find her.
0: Yeah, you were talking about like getting rid of pests and pest control What how do you get rid of them? What all do you need to do to prevent them or to rid them?
1: all right, so we don't really have a problem with wax moths as much, so we don't really have a lot of experience with those. But hide beetles have been a very strong, recurring problem with us. Um, so they're these little, tiny, little black beetles. Um, they like to hide in the hives, and they eat and destroy all the the wax and the honey, and they just create a big mess. And they can, if there's enough of them, they can really destroy a hive. Um, So we, whenever we see them, we obviously try to squish them because they're not good for our hive. Um, There are little, what's called uh, beetle barns, which are basically a CD case um, that only the beetles can go into that have poison in them. That way the bees can't go in and eat it and die. Um, So that's one way we can prevent it. Um, That's pretty much the only way we've used other than just killing them when we find them because, I mean, there's not a ton you can do for them. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay. Um, You spoke about how – you spoke about – you said how every day is different. What did, like, yesterday look like for you? Or what will today look like for you with your bees?
1: <laughs> Actually, we won't be getting in them. Um, we don't get in them a, really a ton because – uh, just going outside, and if you and if you like stand outside the hives, you can and you see like bees going in and out all the time, um, then we don't really need to get in them. Um, my dad has sent me pictures a couple pictures of bees with large balls of uh, pollen on their legs, so we know that they're strong and we don't need to get into them, so we won't be getting into them. I don't know, maybe for a week or two.
0: Okay, um, yeah. That's awesome. What is your favorite part about taking care of these bees? You've been doing this for a while.
1: Mm -hmm. My favorite part is probably um, the harvesting. Uh, I think it's really fun. And I mean, it's honey. Honey tastes good. Uh, (laughs) But it's really fun to pull out these big, heavy frames of honey and bring them inside to our honey extractor and spin them out just to see how much honey we've really gotten. We also like to weigh the, the frames before and after we extract the honey just to see how much uh, honey was actually in the frames. And it's quite cool to see uh, how heavy these frames were and how much honey that they were able to produce.
0: Wow. How heavy is an average frame?
1: Um, if I remember correctly, I might not. I want to say, oh shoot, I'm going to say... It was either, like, 7 pounds or, like, 17. I know that's a big difference, but I cannot. No,
0: that's okay. And that's just, like, all full of honey? Yeah. Awesome. So then what do you do? You pull the frame out, and then what do you do to get it inside and extract the honey? What is that whole process like?
1: So um, we take the the frame out of the hive, and we try and brush off all the bees just so, you know, we don't have bees in our house. And so they're, you know safe. Um, then we put them in a cooler just so it's easier to transport and bring them into our house and we have this big old, um, it's like a barrel basically that has slots in it for frames to go into. And there's a crank that basically just spins the hives and spins out all the honey. Although before we stick it in there, we, sorry, we, uh, scrape off the caps, which are, which seal off the honey. Um, because we don't use honey without caps, because that that doesn't preserve the same. Um, so then we spin it all out, and then we uh, put uh, like a cheesecloth basically on a bucket and drain out the honey, and it separates the the honey from you know the the extra wax that's fallen out or any like bees that may have gotten in, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. As well awesome now what are these caps that you were talking about what does that like something certain that people use for certain honey and not others or what do these what are these caps
1: so the caps um it's just wax pretty much so when the bees are done with um filling a frame they will cap it off uh, it just it just seals off each individual comb
0: oh okay and, okay yeah awesome yeah. Now, what do you do with your honey? Do you guys sell it? Do you keep it at your house?
1: We do both, actually. So, well, since 50 pounds is quite a lot of honey, we keep some of it for our own uh, food storage. But we do also sell it and give some away to, like, family and friends and stuff. And also for, like, a, you know, I've given it away for a thank you gift to my ag teacher, actually. Um, <laughs> so, Yeah.
0: Awesome. Now, do you guys do, like, do you guys just sell, like, jars of honey or, like, bottles of honey, or do you do different types of products with it?
1: Um, We just do, like, jars of honey pretty awesome. much, just different sizes.
0: That's so cool. Do you guys have, like, a name, like, family brand name or something like that, or is it just a jar uh, of honey?
1: Well, we did, but um might change it soon. Uh, currently, we're called The Hive, which is, um, I mean... little basic but uh, we'll hopefully get our business going hopefully this year maybe more next year too so
0: awesome now you're talking about this business has COVID affected the startup of your business
1: well (laughs) I haven't really worked on it as much as I should have Um, but a little bit yeah I was planning on going to a few uh, farmers markets to try and sell my honey and chapstick and uh, and candles but because of COVID those, uh, farmers markets weren't open or available. And I haven't yet done anything online, which I should, but, uh, yeah, we'll try and work on that this year.
0: Awesome. What has COVID changed for you and like your honey making process and just taking care of your bees? Has COVID affected anything like that?
1: It really hasn't. I mean, cause everything's at home and we, if we do what we did anyways the only difference like i said would be um the selling process really
0: awesome what kind, now kind of going out of the SAE and into your school what kind of AD classes does your school offer for you guys i know every state is different
1: um, i'm not sure all of them but i do know there's uh several animal science classes like uh, vet science um Animal science, poultry science, all that. There's also a plant science. Um, I'm honestly not sure of all the classes, but there are several different FA teams. Okay. So there's the vet team, which I am on and have been on for the past two years. Um, there's poultry team, horse team, land judging team. Uh, I feel like there's another one, but I cannot think of it. <laughs>
0: That's okay. Yeah. What have been your favorite eye classes that you've taken?
1: um well so far i've taken a vet science and an animal science class which i have both really enjoyed um i'd say the vet science class was more my favorite and that could have been because it was before covid but it has more of what i would like to go into as my future career because it focuses more on uh, a vet clinic whereas animal science focuses more on um, like larger animals and Stuff like that, yeah.
0: You were talking about your future career. What kind of careers are you considering for the future?
1: Um, my goal is to be a veterinary assistant. Um, so just helping the, uh, the vet around um, and doing some of the things that the vet can, but not everything like the surgeries and stuff. So,
0: Awesome. Do you have any idea of what school you'd like to go to or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, my goal is to go to BYU-Idaho in, well, Idaho. Um, <laughs> it's a church school, so the environment is kind of the reason I'm going. And, and also because all my siblings have gone to a BYU school, and I, I'd really like to go to one, one of them.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. How much has your school changed since COVID? Are you guys in person all the time? Are you at home? What, what does your school day look like?
1: So... They have um, introduced a new, uh, I guess you could say method of learning, um, where students can pick with obviously parents' permission to go five days a week to in-person school two days a week or three days a week. Um, I go two days a week and the other three days are at home learning, um, just online. but everything. I mean, we hardly have paper anymore. Pretty much everything is online. Yeah. And obviously, we have to wear our masks. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than that, it's pretty much the same. But yeah,
0: just more of that. Has COVID affected a lot of your eye classes? I know here we haven't been able to have a lot of the events that we want to. I even the chapter, the county, and the state level, we haven't been able to have as much as we'd like. Has that affected your guys's um sort events?
1: Yeah, so um, like on the FFA teams, uh, we normally do our competitions in person, and we have not been able to go in person at all this year uh, because of that, so all of it's been online, but our my team ha- uh, was able to make it to state this year, and they will be in person on that, so I'm really proud of them for that, and I'm excited for them, so yeah.
0: Awesome. Now, what are you looking the most forward to this next year, whether it's FFA or just your SCE project? What are you looking most forward to?
1: Um, uh, probably uh, FFA. Um, being on the the vet team, I've now gone through all of the curriculum because I've been on it for the past two years. Um, so I'm really confident that we'll be able to go to state next year as well and hopefully win state.
0: But That's awesome. We'll- <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much, Isabel, for talking to me today. Thank you all for listening. I'm so excited. I learned so much about beekeeping that I never would have thought I would have had the opportunity to. I hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all in two weeks. Thank you for listening.